What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Juice Box. I'm your host, Coach John Willis, and it's another beautiful day in Zamunda. Um, so, before we get started, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Mo Minutes, the leader in motivational videos, Max Hoops, Convoy Basketball, Dr. Bethany Nutrition. Now that we didn't give a shout out to the sponsors, man, uh, we want to let you know we got a great show planned for you today. Uh, coming to you from beautiful Salem, Oregon today. We got a special guest joining us. Coach Mike DeBow is going to join us from McNeese State. Uh, a good friend of mine, he's going to join us and we're going to talk to him in our five on it segment today. So let's get it rocking, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Now, today we're going to talk about some sports rivalries. And, you know, honestly, what makes a really good sports rivalry? You know, first off, I think you got to have some tradition. You know, both teams have to win. Both teams have to be good, um, you know, and I, and I don't think you can play each other, you know, a bunch of times in a year, you know, like, so when I think of sports rivalries, um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind to me is Duke and North Carolina basketball, men's basketball specifically. And, you know, Sports Center, you know, ESPN did a special on it and they said the teams were split down to like, you know, 50 to 50 in the last 100 games, and they were down to like a two-point difference. Like, that's a really good rivalry. Uh, I think uh, I'm a little more um, particular or I'm more liking of some rivalries in the South, kind of like the Tennessee and Florida football rivalry. You know, that's amazing. You know, you got to go check out Ben Hill Griffin Stadium and you see all those Gator fans, you know, doing that chomp and and, you know, that Gator thing and yelling out orange and blue. And, and you go to Tennessee and Neyland Stadium, man, and you got all the volunteers, fans in there going. And, and the band kind of breaks out into in the smaller segments. And they playing that Rocket Top. You know, that old Rocket Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. Good old Rocket Top. Woo! That's my favorite part. Um, you know, but. I think that sports rivalries are the greatest, you know. So if I had to rank the sports rivalries, I would rank Carolina Duke men's basketball number one. I'd follow that up by, uh, I would say, Florida State and Miami in the early 90s. I'd follow that up. Um, And then after that, I would go, uh, I'd go, I'd go Michigan, Ohio State. You know, um, that's a game I have not been to personally, but from what I hear, that's a pretty awesome game to go and see, and that's a pretty big rivalry also. And I would say uh, my fourth uh, greatest rivalry in sports, I would say Yankees-Red Sox. You know, um, baseball, you know, those fans, they really get after it. I think there's a lot of bad blood there between the, the Yankees and the Red Sox as well. And um, And lastly, for number five, um, for my fifth greatest sports rivalry, I'm going to go with Tennessee, Florida football. Um, I'll go Tennessee and Florida there for football because I mean, I remember 
going up to University of Tennessee when my brother Alex was playing wide receiver. And I remember, the, you know, being a Gator fan, you know, my dad, I, I told you before, my dad's always decked out. And he had, like, flags all on the car and magnets and all this other stuff. And everywhere we went, Gator Tail was on the menu, you know, that was being served. And, and you know, people shooting us birds and stuff. And uh, they had making us park, like, two miles away and walk, you know, just because we were Gator fans. So... Uh, but it's great to have that crowd and have all that energy uh, as well out there on the on the on the field. So you know if if you have another rivalry, another sports rivalry that you think is better than the five that I named, feel free to comment, uh, send me a message on the show, and we'll get and we'll look into that rivalry and get it and get it going. You know. So all right. So coming up next on the show. We have the five on it segment. We got a special guest coming to join us. Coach Mike DeBow will be on the show after this short break. Coach Mike DeBow live with us on the juice box. What's going on, Coach? Hey, what's going on, Willis? What's going on, man? Man, ain't nothing to it, man. We we certainly glad to have you on the Juice Box Live with us today. Coach, go ahead and tell all the listeners, Coach, what it is that you do and, and where you're coaching at. Oh, man. Uh, so my name is Mike DeBose. Uh, I currently am the assistant men's basketball coach at McNeese State University down here in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Let's um, you know, that, that's that's who I am. I'm originally born and raised from Jacksonville, Florida, you know, Duval County, all day, every day. <laughs> Excellent, man. So, Coach, thank you for joining us again. This is our five on this segment where we ask five questions. Well, I ask five questions to, to our special guest for the day. So, Coach, question number one. First thing, Coach, tell me the, tell me the biggest thing you look for in a recruit. Oh man, that's 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 a loaded question. So uh, first off, uh, when it comes to recruiting, uh, you have to take yourself out of the equation. Um, and what I mean by that is, you can't recruit for you. You have to recruit for, you know, your boss. Um, so every every head coach has a different view and a different opinion on players and play style. Um, so you have to find the right fit for your boss and and the program um so that that's the biggest thing as an assistant i think first you got to realize um but i i would say um the first thing that we really look at is attitude you know um how they handle certain situations yeah um their demeanor um i would say my my boss here Heath schroyer he is he is big on skill so he wants guys that can dribble pass shoot um and do things like that um and and so that's the current kind of player that we're looking for we, we want guys that can shoot it play with good pace you know we can space the floor and do some different things so uh, I, I would say right now that's one of the biggest things we're looking for is guys that have the, the the mindset and can play good basketball good well that's excellent to know man um, that's something that we look for as well. You know, that attitude is really big and seeing how players are going to respond, how, um, like how you come out of the game, how do you react when a foul's called on you? Yeah. Um, one of the things I know we look for is eye contact and conflict. You know, yeah. Mistake, you know, are you still, are you still giving them a high five? Are you still dapping them up, you know, to encourage them throughout? So tell me coach, 
what what do you think of the state of our AAU or our club basketball right now in our country? Um, I there's a couple of different things. I think that it's actually it's actually it's good and it's bad, and it's always been good and bad. Um, it's it's kind of grown to like the nature of the beast a little bit. I started out in the AAU, um, coaching for the Jacksonville Knicks. You already know. Right. Um, you know, uh, so I, I grew up in AAU. I understand the, the nature of the beast in AAU. Um, it's become now a, a, a marketing powerhouse for some of these kids. With that being said, um, some of the, the teams that are like right underneath, you know, I guess you would say, quote unquote, elite programs. Right. Um, that's where it's kind of becoming a different kind of uh, show. Um, not every kid needs to play on the Nike circuit to be good. Not every kid needs to play on the Adidas circuit to be good. Not every kid needs to play on Under Armour circuit to be good. Um, you know, there's still talented, talented kids that can play on different circuits. Um, I think you have to find the, the best fit for you, for you and your child um, because every city offers different things and every program offers different things. Um, so it depends on what you're looking to get out of it. If you're looking for skill development, then you need to play on a local team where you can practice three or four times, you know, a week and then go play on the weekends. If you're looking for more of a showcase factor, then you need to go play with a a team that's going to take them and put, you know, put them in big time showcase events. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about playing. Definitely. Definitely. You need need to play wherever you go. You got to play. Definitely. Coach DeBow dropping some nuggets of wisdom and knowledge. We definitely appreciate that. So coach, we're going to change gears just a little bit and get out of the, Get out of the, the college and the club game, but let's get in the NBA, coach. All right. Let's get in the association, coach. Tell me, coach, who do you have picking? Who do you got winning the NBA title this year? Oh man, I, I just I think it's gonna be hard. To, it's gonna be hard to beat the Warriors, man. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to beat them. It's gonna be hard to beat them in a seven-game series. That's just how I feel. Hard to beat them in a seven-game series. Uh, they shoot the ball really well. The ability to switch, you know, one through five when they go with that small ball lineup. Right. Um, it's it's really, really tough to beat them. Now, the only way you can beat them is if somebody is hurt. Right. Uh, one or, or multiple people are hurt. So, right now, they're kind of limping into the playoffs with some injuries and some stuff. But um, I think if they get back full strength, it's going to be tough. Now, that whole West is a dogfight, though. Right. Like, the whole Western Conference is a dogfight. So whoever gets out of there, it, it might might be a little beat up. Right. Uh, but I mean I got Braun coming out the east. So I mean we are he come out the east every year. You can't I mean you can't bet against him right now. You know, speaking to your point of injuries, coach, I think that Golden State, uh, for the for the majority of their playoff run has stayed relatively healthy. You know, they they have. They've been the luck one of the luckiest teams. Correct. So this is, and you know what else? And this is one of my knock on Golden. This is one of my knocks on Golden State. Let me just go ahead and put it on the record. I am not a Golden State fan, Coach. Okay. I'm just putting it on the record. Uh, they haven't beaten anybody who was healthy. In my, <sighs> in my opinion, you know, every time they play somebody, somebody's missing. You know, like last year. We get the famous closeout from from Zaza Pachulia on Kawhi, yep. and you yep. take Kawhi out of the league. So, yep. so uh, I'm just saying, I think they've really dodged some bullets. 
by not playing people at their full health. That's that's not anything that they've done. You know, it's just been kind of luck of the draw. So, yeah, I have uh, you know, I think the best series that I want to see this year, I want to see Philadelphia and Cleveland, Coach. Uh, I do, I but see, that's one of the things is how healthy is MB gonna be? You know, then JJ Reddit just got hurt, I believe, the other day too. Yeah. So like, how you know how healthy is Philly gonna be? Um, but Philly gotta before, before Philly gotta win a series before you know what I'm saying like I I I, I can put them you know what I'm saying put them in there <laughs> uh, and then, you know, it, yeah, playoff Braun and regular season Braun is a different animal correct correct he turns he turns into a different animal so but it would be a great series for basketball though great series the um the Rockets I think the Rockets Warriors series is gonna be. A great series. I think they're going to match up, and I think it's going to be a fun series because they play basketball right now, exciting, and how everybody wants to see it play. You know, pick and roll, ball movement. You know, threes going up, attacking closeouts. Which that's you know, we 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 wasn't talking about basketball too much, but look, teams that can attack closeouts are are the teams that are winning right now. Teams that attack closeouts are winning. So, you know. I just think it's hard to beat them teams that just make you close out and they and they beat you up off closeout. Yeah, I agree. You know, I wonder, I wonder what the what the over under is on made three pointers. If they were playing in a series, if uh, Golden State and Houston were playing in a series, I wonder. You know that 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 could easily be like thirty five threes made per game. You know, easy. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. Um, it's going to be a lot when they play. You're going to shoot a lot. I think the, the the determining factors are who can get key stops in that series. Right. I ain't saying it's going to be a lot of stops, but those key stops, like we just got two stops in a row. Can right. Definitely. No, I think that's going to be a uh, an We want to thank Coach Mike DeBow for joining us in our five on this segment. So as we wind the show down, we have our motivational minute. And today's in today's motional, motivational minute, I want to share a thought with you. You know, people oftentimes feel as though their day is ruined when it rains outside. The rain causes you to have to cancel your plans. But I want to challenge that way of thinking and let you remember this. Nothing grows without the rain. Nothing grows without the rain. If your day and your life was all sunshine, then things would dry up and you wouldn't grow. So celebrate the rain. Embrace the rain. Keep your head up. Keep moving forward. And just remember, every time you see it's raining, that means it's time to grow. Thanks for your time. Thanks for tuning in to the Juice Box. All right. Kai, I love you, bud. James, take me home.